Well, talking about unique value is interesting because you're obviously going and making the observation specifically that there's something that these partners potentially needed and that's your core differentiator. How did you go about doing that? Again, I'm thinking about the listener sitting here saying, I want to do the same thing. Did you do market research? Did you go and talk to those partners? I don't want to feed an answer, like I said, but I'm curious how you came to the conclusion that that specific feature you're talking about, deposits and whatnot, as one of the initial go-to-market lead-in products. How did you identify that? How'd you go about it? Yeah, so um, firstly, we identified who the people that would know were, and that was the um, integration implementation partners of a couple of the apps that we integrated with. Um, and just for, just just to be clear with names, those apps were um, Un- Unleashed, which is an inventory management app, and then Shin Seven Core, which is another inventory management app, um, and later on uh, NetSuite. But, in but the that's first- good to call out, not to talk about you, Tim. But so, like, you're talking about like industry products that actually help your customer. I've talked about this in the show before. Like, I think this is a really important point. I don't want to, you know, graze by it. So you, you observed that there were products in the market that were helping your ideal customer already. And you said, if I can add a little more value on top of that, then I'm going to make myself more sticky, obviously, in those opportunities. I'm going to create a little bit of noise and be able to say, by working with these integrations that we've already developed, because we observed our customers need them, that's that echo effect thing that I think is super interesting right now. And a lot of folks talk about, how do I start a partner program? Which I think is a, I mean, a smart question, but the way that it's asked is typically wrong. Because my answer is, you should identify there's a partner need, not just say, I want to start a program. Everyone loves to say, I want to start a program because they think it drives revenue and I'm going to grow faster. Sure, fine. But what you're talking about is, observe a problem, look for proximity-based opportunities in terms of these specific integrations, go and build that. So now you're connected to them and then add value on top. I just, I'm glad you said it. I love it. Please keep going. Yeah. For mine, it's about, it's about understanding what's the number one application that a business that is our target customer is, is going to use. And for our target customer, it's ERP or inventory. That's number one, because that looks after their stock, their ordering, their manufacturing, everything. So you look at that particular app and you say, you say who, who's around that app? And around that app is all the system integrators that deal with that app. So they immediately become our target channel partners. And so I, there's a long list of them on, the, on each of the websites. So I got on the phone and I called them up and I met, met up with them all or I called them or had a Zoom because it was during COVID and what have you. We launched, you know, two weeks before COVID or something like that. So um, it, it was a lot of Zoom, which was actually pretty helpful. And you just learn, you ask questions. If they're nice people, they'll give you some time. If they're not, you push them until they, until they'll give you some time. And then, um, you ask them questions. And for us, it was, it was a lot of different responses, but when, you know, one of the glaring, glaring responses was how do these wholesalers that are so used to doing business on payment terms take deposits of prepayments when they're not e-commerce businesses? So mm. that's what we focused on first. And we built a, a set of features that, um, talk to that. No one to market. That's interesting. And then, so in that early um, set of engagements, right, sort of like to wrap up our, our episode today, we're kind of close to time, but I'm curious, in that moment, were you identifying specific KPIs? I've thought a lot about this. I've talked to some other guests about it. Were there criteria around those first 10, let's say, or 20 or whatever implementations that you use to define partnership success, right? It's a very common topic right now. Folks are saying, how do I measure my partnerships? And what I'm picturing for you is something to the effect of amount of time used in application, amount of revenue generated or, or run through the application, something like that, just knowing the bit that I do about so- software dev. What did you use? Like, I'm really in- interested in understanding how to set the expectation with early partnerships like that for what success actually looks like and how we'd measure it. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I think once a, once a, once a, once one of our customers had launched properly. So sometimes we were, we were in the, in the, in the kind of, um, halfway point where they hadn't yet fully implemented their solution, their industry solution and stuff. But if we were at the point where that was fully implemented, then it would be all about, can we get them to be, um, users of the platform, successful users and onboard five of their, five of their customers in the first 30 days. There so is, yeah. that, that's a supplier onboards five of their customers in the first 30 days. And we know that if they onboard five of their customers in the first 30 days, then we have 100% retention. And Brilliant. that's still, that's still the case today. So, um, we know if we get them, you know, time to value 30 days, then they, 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 they're retained in hundred percent of cases. And then you're tracking that. Are you doing like a QBR or something like that to, to feed it back to the partner themselves or is it just an internal metric? That, it's just an internal metric. Yeah. With the partners, I meet, I meet with the partners. Um, I've, well, at the moment, I'm meeting with them more often, but usually I meet with them once a month. Um, I, I, part, I give them a report every month, tell them how yeah. their customers are going, what usage they've got, how many payments they've processed. And we're very transparent with all that data. So I think that's a super important part of it. Brilliant. Tim, this has been awesome. It's a slightly different format than I usually do, but I wanted to have more of an organic conversation with you. We learned about certainly the business and how you identified partnerships early on. Um, looking for any last comments here. If folks have listened to the episode and they themselves are thinking about early identification of partner market fit, looking for those you know, key indicators and certainly lead in partnerships themselves. Any other experience uh, feedback that you have in both identifying certainly who they are and then how to get them to say yes? I think that's probably one of the most common questions that I've got is I've figured out that I can help somebody. How do I make them say yes to me? Yeah, I think, um, I think, um, obviously identifying them is, 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 is number one and making sure you've got something that's useful for them. Um, getting them to say yes. Uh, a lot of it's about persistence to be, to be, to be honest. There's sure. a, there's no, you know, there's no shortage of that. Um, and a lot of it's about not get not asking for too much of a commitment as well. Just saying something like, I'd like to do a pilot with you. You know, I'd like to do a, a, a pilot, just one customer. We don't need to sign a contract or do anything like that. One customer, I just want to show you what I've got. Um, and a lot of it will be, if you've had any success with any customers, write about it. Take, get, a, get a video testimonial, send that around because um, the more customer feedback you can get to these partners, the much more likely they'll say yes. Agreed. I love the customer feedback piece. This is vital, obviously, to every partnership. Tim, it's been a blast having you on. I appreciate the insight. And thank you for staying up super late. Uh, United Owl, you. That was great. Yeah, it was fun. Hey, thanks, man. Um, yeah, for sure. If folks want to get in touch, how do they reach out? Where do they find you on the internet? Yeah, so um, pencilpay.com and tim at pencilpay.com. Brilliant. I love it. Well, thank awesome. you again for joining. Yep, you got it. Uh, listeners, thanks, as man. always, my pleasure, Tim. Uh, go ahead and like and subscribe. Comment, feedback is always welcome. And this has been another episode of Outcomes. Appreciate you checking it out. Take care. 